Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Some Twitch thought lying in the woods listening to caterpillars <laughs> eat all the trees. It's a caterpillar <laughs> with long nails eating a pickle. <laughs> 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 here you thought we were gone but in reality we were simply gestating inside our indestructible cocoons uh i am your hive beast peter o'donohue and i am joined by your hype beast james miller hope it's ethan i wasn't able to distract my way out of my destructible cocoon (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh apologies in advance for any audio issues um that come up because ethan is still within a cocoon so, I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, there's okay. A, good, there's good. There's a latch. There's a, I just said. Are, <laughs> are there weak caterpillars who just don't quite make it out? Like for sure. Oh, Guaranteed. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Nature's brutal, dude. The, the yeah. nature doesn't give a fuck. Welcome <laughs> boys, where we tell you that some bugs die. <laughs> oh, frick. oh frick! That's like kind of their strategy, though, right? Is they just make a lot of themselves so they can just exactly. account. It's like you know, it's seventy-five percent of us will die, but that's fine. Yeah. 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 That's it. Well, that that is why we started the show with twelve lore boys, right? <laughs> yeah, and then twenty five percent of us lived. Yes, yeah. yeah. Some of them are just stillborn, right? Like some lore yeah. boy eggs just never hatch; they just yeah. get left on the beach to get uh, scavenged by you know, like ocean birds. Yeah, lore yeah. mother ate the runt, and yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Thanks, thanks everyone who keeps telling their friends about the show. Uh, I think we had eight hundred thousand downloads uh this week which is very yes. cool yeah everyone uh and thanks to everyone who continues to support the show on patreon patreon.com slash the lore boys i thought as a, a fun little treat for the regular listeners uh we could play a game that we sometimes play on the bonus audio that you can get if you become a patron uh which is i will i will open a new tab in firefox and it'll give me <laughs> okay. uh it'll give me uh articles uh just the headlines basically with a short blurb uh so i have an article here that i want to play a game with you guys this article is from the guardian uh, the article title is Flat Doodler Roarback Yule Hole. Why Forgotten Words Need Rescuing from Obscurity. Okay. Uh, and I want you guys to try and tell... Uh, we're going to go through these words, and you guys can uh, try and take a guess at what you think uh, the words oh. mean. So the first one is Flat Doodler. Uh, I can only find the definition for Flat Doodle, which is... I, I assume Flat Doodler is someone who creates Flat Doodle. Uh, it is a yeah. noun. Um, you guys say Flat Is it like the... The people who make the designs on the flaps on the back of trucks that say like "cold beer, hot oh, women." Like oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the guy who draws Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes peeing, peeing on Garfield. Yeah, yeah right? peeing on Justin Trudeau. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got it. Got it. Each one is unique, and they have to draw a lot of Justin Trudeau getting peed on. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, <laughs> flap to it, it sounds like something you'd say like this. This guy talks too much. You know he. He doodles his flap too much or something like that. You pretty much got it. It's yeah. just, oh, it's, it just is. Non- it's nonsense. Yeah, oh, okay. okay. 
Damn. Uh, the that's, example. The Guardian is from the is in the UK. It's UK based. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be like it's probably just like uh, like a small singing bird or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Black doodles in the trees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a uh, cherry orchard bird, probably something like that. <laughs> the second one is Roarback. R O O R B A C K. Let's take a guess at what Roarback is. This one is also a noun. These are. Is it someone like, who? I don't know, like some maybe some kind of like industrial worker would be okay. Yeah, like uh, he's he's been working his back off, or like, he's the rural back. He manages some kind of textile machine. Well, now now that the first one was like, what's a ruhr? much less nonsensical than I had assumed. It's a rural. It's nothing. I don't fucking know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've never worked in a textile mill. Like maybe it's uh, one of those things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's um. It's the guy, like you know, when you you start the those movies where the the lion is the MG, MGM is the MGM? lion. MGM, MG, okay, where he goes raw. It's the yeah. guy who's just behind the the MGM sign who pokes it with the prod that makes it go because oh, okay. he's the roar back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. or or maybe they dub over the lion and he's he's doing the backing track for the roar. You know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, no, it is a defamatory falsehood published for political effect. Oh, uh, which is. Not not so, but Yule hole, and that's like the Christmas Yule. <laughs> yeah, hole. that's a chim- take- <laughs> a chimney. <laughs> okay, that's a good guess. It's not a chimney though, because that's where Santa McClaws comes from. But uh... from the Yule hole, no, that's not it. Yule hole. Bam. Because I can think of like the Yule tide and the Yule lads, which we did an episode about, or like a Yule log. Yep. But what would the is. Is the Yule hole? Because the Yule log has like holes drilled into it where you put the candlesticks, right? Oh, it's it's the no, oven. It's the oven because that's where the Yule log comes out of the Yule hole. No, uh, no, it's not. Uh, the Yule hole is an old term for the loosest notch on your belt, reserved for Christmas. Oh, it's because when you overeat. Uh, that is a great oh, one. I like that one. I'm bringing that one back. That's fantastic. That's my yeah. Yule. Uh, hole. I got a I got a bonus one for you guys. Just the Guardian article has a uh, a graphic. And it has some like bonus words, and the only interesting one is hogma dog, uh, which is a <laughs> which is a large snowball made by roll. This says rolling. I don't think that's right. This one is probably also unofficial because I can't find a dictionary entry for it. But I find a couple different places where it's referenced. Okay, uh, a large snowball made by rolling a smaller one around on the snow, which is oh. just like the only way called? you can make a big snowball. It's a hogma dog. Snowman. Hogma dog. Yeah. Someone did that in the dog park actually, and all the dogs just pissed on it. So there's this big yellow ball of snug the big piss covered hogma dog out in the dog park. <laughs> piss covered yeah. hogma dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily all all the snow melted uh up here. We have no snow on December eleventh, which is kind of crazy, but a lot of ice yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, uh it got very wet for a few days there, and then everything fucking grows. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to uh, play that game with us like every second week or so, maybe every third week these these days, uh, you guys can join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash the loreboys. Uh, we do that on the bonus audio and you get some other perks as well. Uh, one of which is get having your name called yeah. out. The bonus, by and the way, week. happens every week, not every three weeks. We just oh, yeah. don't always play that game. It's just the you game. You always yeah. get the bonus. But, yeah. We don't always play the game because sometimes uh, there's just no good headlines. There's just no good yeah. content there. And then sometimes I forget. <laughs> it happens yeah because it's yeah, uh, Ethan, yeah, ethan's yeah. ethan's mo- firefox pocket that we're using right yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. uh yeah but today we welcome shiny new patron walter lopez 
And no, uh, shout out and a thank you to old patron Fatboy AP for either resubbing or upping his subscription to the second highest tier, actually. So is that thank Fat you guys. Man from Jersey? Fatboy AP? I don't know. Are we, we got a couple Honestly, guys. That's that is the that's the tech though, guys, is uh to just cancel your sub and then resub and then we'll we'll see it again and we'll forget if, if <laughs> we've read your name before. So uh we'll Don't we'll say that. Never... Don't don't <laughs> encourage that behavior. <laughs> People's credit card bills are just be fucking wild. It's just it's like we're gonna freeze your bank account because there's a suspicious amount of transactions. It's just like I just wanted to hear my name four times in a month. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, welcome, Walter. Maybe you'll request an episode one day. Um, today's final, for now, uh, Gears of War episode, until Gear 6 comes out and kind of closes the loop there, wasn't exactly requested directly. It's been requested a bunch of times, uh, but actually uh, just a regular Discord user, user uh, Risky Biscuits, um, reminded me that I never finished uh, Gears of War, and it's an episode I very much like writing about. I like the Gears lore a lot. Um, and they pointed out, like, yo... Um, more gears. I was like, I've done gears. Yeah, we're spamming emojis for Gears of War right now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I've done gears. Yeah. He was he like, was spamming the Gears of War emoji. Because in He's Discord like, now, they have a new feature where if we have a, an emote, you can spam it in the call. So it shows up over my face. The little dead emoji that we have. Uh, yeah. What was it? The uh, the hammers I, from I, hammers for Ivan. Yeah. Hammers from Ivan. Yeah, I yeah. have that. Uh, I have that locust getting uh, his head caved in with a hammer falling out of the sky on a mug at work. It's great. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, where was I? Right. Um, yeah. Reminded me that um, Pete, you never covered the new shit from Gears Four and Five. You fucking love those games, and that's true. I do. Uh, lads, guess familiarity check. Um, remind the people. If you played Gears, and maybe, what do you remember from the previous two episodes? I do Gears of War like every 18 months. This is not like a regular series, so. <laughs> I've the version of a multi-parter. Yeah, exactly. I'll, give, I'll fucking get to it. Every <laughs> bit of Gears that I've, I've experienced, I've watched somebody else play it. So I'm not close enough to the series to get chainsawed, but maybe close enough to get shot at from far away. But, okay. Yeah. You, you chainsaw somebody play it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I played one um beat it i think probably did uh none of the other ones really i maybe played like a bit of multiplayer at like a friend's house or something on the xbox 360 yeah um what do i remember from the other episodes the locusts came from underground come Mm -hmm. from underground uh don't remember if they're aliens or not uh yeah that's it i remember they're not aliens and the coal train (laughs) That's what I remember. Yeah, there, woo. Can't yeah. stop the coal train, baby. Yeah. I remember there's a, a big weapon that's up in space that shoots, like, tungsten bars down to uh, Earth. No, we've Dawn. Def- this def- this definitely hammer. happened the last time, too. The Hammer of Dawn is a laser. It's just a cool, oh, it's just yeah. a cool name. The tungsten bars were in Ace Combat. Oh. It was a real suggestion to like the war department too yeah. like that was that yeah. almost happened in real life enough yeah. kinet- a lot of kinetic energy no radiation was yeah there. a yeah. maniac was just like president reagan i yeah. uh, got an idea and reagan was like ah it's a little too much for me thanks but, and we yeah. ended up joking just, about just, that. just nukes actually <laughs> yeah yeah we ended up joking really there's 
There was I saw a post recently about like the most bombed place, and it's like Laos. Laos was like bombed. I really saw the same post. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like fifty nine times a minute on average by the U.S. over nine years. Yeah, yeah, on average fifty nine. It was like it was an insane amount of bombs dropped over over nine years. Yeah. Jesus, I would have assumed it was in the Middle East, just because of how long like wars in Afghanistan and Iraq were. It seems like overkill, man. Like the amount of money it costs to drop a bomb a second on a country. Like, why even bother? But yeah, so I mean, over someone's getting real rich is over, that is the problem, right? <laughs> over two hundred and seventy million cluster bombs were dropped on Laos during the American Secret War, which was nine years. So <laughs> that, that's not very secret of you, though. Eh? You, you think you'd be a little more covert than like James Bond spies and everything is like, nah, we just bombed the fuck out of them. We bombed them so bad. Nobody could get out of the country to tell anybody else. <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we kept the secret. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, there's a war in Vietnam and then there's Khmer Rouge in Cambodia. And that's like a similar area. I was like, Laos, what the fuck? OK, so they've had a secret bombing campaign. <laughs> yeah and they cool a lot of bombs love the government great great yeah, job so it, was, it was 82 that the that math comes out to eighty two thousand one hundred ninety one a day holy shit <laughs> that, i don't do anything that many times a day like maybe <laughs> maybe breathe no probably not even breathe probably no, not no, even blink. no no uh, we were we were wrong it was way more than one a minute it's 3400 a fucking uh hour so wow Divide that by 60. Yeah. Uh, 57 a minute, actually. That's pretty close. That's a lot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, hey, it's said... under one a second. Thank God. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you give a little, just a little reprieve there. Yeah. yeah. My God. Uh, but uh, yeah, anyway, uh, I've raved about Gears 4 and 5 a lot. And a lot of people I talk to are hesitant to pick them up. And like, I totally understand this. Like, my conversations that I have with like friends of mine who we all, we all played Gears together on 360, it was like, Halo and Gears were big among my friends group, right? We're all boys with 360s, so, like, the two big, like, shooter franchises were obviously, like, very important to all of us. But Game Pass, you can probably play them all for free now, right? Weirdly enough, there's only three Gears of War games on Game Pass. One, four, and five. Two and three, nowhere to be found. Two and three missing is weird. Uh, Yeah, it's all owned by, it's all owned by Microsoft, right? Like, they own the IP. Yeah, who, who the fuck knows? It's not like they're on the Epic Game Store, the people who made them. Right? It's just like, yep, never came to PC. Very, very bizarre. But anyway, yeah, like, this is just a little aside. I I wanted to make a point about, like, next generation media, basically, because I understand why people might not want to play Gears 4 and 5. It's like a legacy IP being made at, like, a Microsoft plantation that is named after the product they're making. Like, the people making it now is Coalition Studios. And COG is the coalition of ordered governments, which we have an episode about. Like, they just right. named it after right. a product. And, like, people have a right to be suspicious about, like, legacy media. Because, like, think about a lot of the stuff Disney makes. Or, like, fucking Marvel after Endgame. Or a lot of the yeah. new Star Wars. And that's all Disney, right? But, like, just, you would assume that, like, the soulless product that comes out of, like, a corporation named after the product would not be good. And, like... Post Epic Games Gears on the surface has a lot of like the hallmarks of like one of those like new media properties, like just written by like childless, self hating millennials living in like giant New York apartments. Like all the characters are a lot younger. In Gears 5, the majority of the game you play as a female protagonist now took the toys away from the boys. 
all the old legacy characters are like old <laughs> and shaking his head. <laughs> the, the woke the woke liberal i just i was shaking my head because i literally saw on reddit this morning the you know the youtube comments under the uh hades 2 trailer where it's like oh what like we're playing as a girl now there, oh. there was there wasn't enough greek male gods for you to choose from just like <laughs> who is the new character extremely uh i haven't actually watched the trailer so oh, okay. uh, i'm not sure but uh, i'm excited about it but I probably why not god deaths of war or um no i don't yeah know. <laughs> I, it's it's stupid people just get mad about the wrong things on the internet and then the conversation doesn't yeah, no even, shit. it doesn't Extreme, even become about extremely gamer moments right is this a yeah. good game it's like does this align with my weird fucking agenda uh, but yeah. anyways yeah yeah and also like a, it kind of the interesting thing that people could be suspicious like obviously I, I don't side with any of that i love gears and it's fan it, i don't think gears had this controversy i don't i mean I, again like i'm not on a lot of those websites, so I don't know if like all the weird pilled guys were mad about playing as Kate in Gears Five. Like, couldn't fucking probably. tell you. Probably, I just seem Yeah, they're gamers for sure. Yeah, for sure I mean, it's just the controversy didn't seem to have any legs because it just kind of came and went. But also, like another reason why some people might be suspicious to play Gears Four and Five is because look at how Halo turned out. Oh, like, look yeah. at how I, I've been biting my tongue this entire time. But that's what I was just thinking. I was like, yeah, yeah Halo Five. Like, that's that's why I would be apprehensive too is yeah exactly it's just microsoft's like like unigame studio system like they fumbled halo they fumbled the big one and it's just like yeah and then gears is just like kind of comes out under the radar like every few like four or five years no one really talks about it after it's gone it's just like yeah well i wanted to like halo too i I played so much of the multiplayer for a while and it just got so of infinite right yeah of infinite yeah 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 and it was they just didn't update it enough. Uh, like all this shit was broken. If you could, you couldn't play with someone who wasn't near your um, like server or whatever. So like, let's say I wanted to play with my friends in Texas, uh, the game would become unplayable for one of us because it would round to the nearest like server. And even on the competitive level, uh, people were doing things with their files on the computer to make sure like delete. The ability to connect to any other server that's even close to my uh, other than the one that's like right near me so uh making a multiplayer experience that's just unplayable with people across the world like how do you do that in in what is like such a strong multiplayer game in the past you know like yeah it, yeah it, and- the, the fact i fucked up halo multiplayer like the reason i stopped playing because i played infinite as well and it was yeah. nostalgic and on pc it's way tighter because like i've always been bad with controllers yeah like that you couldn't choose your fucking game mode and yeah. I ended up with Griff, yeah, that, Griff Ball that three matches yeah. in a row, yeah. which is awful. And I was like, I'm never fucking playing this again. And Plus, they give, you, they give you targeted missions, too. Like, you have to get this uh, objective on this type of game map, but then don't give you the ability to choose. But then the can't queue that game. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I want to play Team Slayer or SWAT. That's it. No yeah. King of the Hill, no CTF maybe, but, like, th- like, that's it. And it was just like, no, Pete, you can't do that because... Yeah. Uh, nobody's ever heard of Halo before, yeah. and we're making the seventh one. <laughs> I, there were still fun moments, like there. I, yeah. When I, I did play the game for a few weeks, um, yeah, we played together a bit. Yeah. It, was, it was good fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember coming around the corner on SWAT and just going tack 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 with the battle rifle and getting four headshots in a row. And I was like, okay, I've peaked. I'll never make a play like yeah. that again. <laughs> so I can stop now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, like a lot of other kind of like new media based on old stuff, um, the new characters, uh, but again, it's it's good. Now, one of the reasons I think Gears is good is because Rod Ferguson was the game director on Gears 4 and 5, and he worked at Epic Games on Gears 1, 2, and 3. Okay. So the guy in charge knew what the fuck he was doing, and the layout for Gears of War 4 was already done by Epic when they finished Gears 3. So they knew where the story was going to go, so obviously, like notoriously, Disney didn't plan the new Star Wars trilogy. So that's yeah. why it was just like two completely different movies and then a third one that tries to retcon everything. And it's just uh, like, great. All right. Nice. Nice job, guys. Just like, yeah, like, I, I wish I had that kind of money to waste. But <laughs> a, a lot of uh, a, a, lo a lot of stuff like this, like a lot of the new characters are generally very rude and dismissive to the legacy characters of a lot of new media. Right. Yeah. Like. It's very much like out with the old, in with the new. Yeah. And like a big part of a lot of these new characters is just like disrespecting, mistreating, or just like, just like, again, just being really cruel to the old characters that people love. Like the reason people are here is to see this. Like, again, like that was one of the problems I had with Rings of Power is how fucking mean everyone is to each other. Yeah. And I mean, and yeah, it, like yeah. Star Wars 2, like the first of the sequel trilogy is like, Spoilers, Han, Han Solo dies and he's like killed by his son, but it's just like, and I mean, it, they do it like for a shock too, but they never really gave Ben like, they never show his motivation on screen. First of all, it's like, it all no. happens off screen like decades ago. And then you're like, okay, like, I guess he's a Sith and he's his son. And then you like, they really build it up like, a, oh, I, I, you know, I, what is the quote? I, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. And then he, yeah. he, he kills his father or whatever. And it's just like, this was all so jumbled and like for no reason other than to have the shock value of you being mean to, as to put it in Peter's words, mean to Han Solo, right? Does Han Solo yeah. say I am your father to him or that's not a reveal, right? He he's, It's not a reveal in that moment. No. It, it was a reveal at some point in the story where okay. it was like, oh, he's... He's like, oh, he's Han Solo's and Leia's son. The last... That is a good point, though, Jamie, because Rings of Power, a lot of the dialogue is just quotes from the Peter Jackson movies. <laughs> yeah. Like a third, of those, a third of those scripts is quoting a different adaptation. I was like, every, every third line tough. is meets back on the menu. It's, it's so like, <laughs> it's, it's so weird. Right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. No, Salimbrambabor, he is the Lord of the Rings. Kelebrimbor. Oh, oh, my, my liege, you're here. The, the return of the king. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, to be fair, um, Gandalf does say the return of the king to Denethor in the third film. Like the, the original, the original, the Jackson films do have the title in the dialogue. Yeah. Right. What? What is those? What are these two pointy things in the distance? What you mean the two towers? Those two towers? <laughs> <laughs> I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to fight in the Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, the force really has awakened this time. Yeah. <laughs> which is, which I guess, back to Gears. The Gears of War is a pun on the government being called the Cog. Like, I think we made that yeah, point in some exactly. of the older ones. Is they really did work backwards? Was like we just want to call. I don't know if they wanted to call the government the Cog, or they needed a, a Gears pun after they had called the game Gears of War because Gears of War doesn't make any sense. Like, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, Resident, it's like Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there, yeah, doesn't really mean anything in so far as like any if you dissect any like phrase enough, but like die yeah, hard being like drivers of things, like you'd be like, oh, it's the things that are driving the war, right? Yeah, I don't know, war boys. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, um, I think our title's very good, actually. I had to work well, backwards from well, the point that well, we're well, all well. boys and think up something like that. I didn't have much <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and then, um, yeah, so just to kind of wrap up this whole, like, new media tirade I wanted to go on. Um, sure. The new characters you, you have get to, back like... into your rocker on the porch. No. Yeah, and then they'll <laughs> sit down and have some Relax lemonade. with a tall glass of lemonade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the new characters, like, fail constantly and learn from the old cast. Like, the, like, Baird, Marcus... Uh, the Coltrane, Coltrane. Woo -woo, right? They're all still in the game. They're old, they're tired, they're kind of beaten down, but they pass on their knowledge to the new generation. They're not just replaced. And I think it's no. really good that the people working on the game cared about it. Sadly, Rod Ferguson has left. He left in 2020 to join Blizzard, uh, allegedly, uh, just because there wasn't enough breast milk to steal at um, the Coalition. Okay. But Rod Ferguson is currently working on Diablo, meaning four might whip ass because I trust it's, him. He seems to be pretty good. Yeah, uh, it's the game looks good, but again, the problem is the they're, they're going to try and squeeze money out of us. Cause uh, that's just, yeah. capitalism just keeps ruining the games. Like it, it, you have to show to shareholders that you're going to turn over this much to whatever. It's not just game sales anymore. It's like, what's the longevity, right? Cause how yeah. long ago did Diablo three come out? It was like 2000. 12 like 10 20, yeah i was at eb games so yeah. it was definitely like 2011 or 2012 yeah yeah like so we gotta feed off this milker for for 10 years right because we can't do it in the office anymore so and, <laughs> and, yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah just just old man ethan now uh sitting on his rocker on the porch watching uh jamie railing against capitalism wiping a tear from his eye <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ethan's like catatonic he's just like one tear goes down he's like on his respirator like all three of us now are just like <laughs> just sitting on some stoop somewhere yelling about shit <laughs> i i i I'm mad because I care because I like the old games. I still play Classic yeah. Cloud. I still I like, play Diablo like Two. I like. I like the yeah. I like the games. I like the IPs. You know, like yeah. and like Overwatch Two being you know maybe the most uh, flagrant display in in a good while. Of Some just people being like. like it, but, yeah. I, and I, like the games are good. Like they're good yeah. designers. Again, it's like good storytelling. It is just this. You know, there is this like sinister quality to it in a sense you know like and i mean it, it's all games like we pick on blizzard a lot because they're so big but like yeah and it's not all games but like a lot of major studios and uh, just industry in general right like jamie was saying yeah. against capitalism and we were talking about disney like it's just uh uh it's stock, stock shareholders right <laughs> i guess yeah, it's, it's pleasing shareholders and just always making a bigger buck and, and game game awards just happened look well who won the one of the only games that doesn't have microtransactions in them like yeah, yeah. Elden Ring. Yeah, like, not even any yeah. DLC announced. Like Elden yeah. Ring's just out, and that's it. It's they gave us better. free DLC. That's all they've given us. They gave yeah. us a PvP update DLC. this yeah. week. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, you can get away with it when you're, I guess, uh, as loved as FromSoft. And I mean, yeah. maybe there's some like cultural difference there with a, being a Japanese company. Um. Heck, are we gonna talk about Gears of War though? Yeah. We are. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. It, it was an interesting thing I wanted to bring up for the listeners anyway is, is like the old and the new things and why maybe people are way more nostalgic now because maybe new stuff is just fucking worse, actually. But anyway, speaking of new stuff and uh, maybe you just wanted to avoid the old stuff, if you don't want to listen to our previous two Gears episodes, um, the only thing you really need to know at this point is that a man named Dr. Niles Sampson created the Locust, uh, the primary enemies of the first games. 
by combining the DNA of a young girl named Mira with the DNA of sires. And sires were people who were formerly sick with rust lung combined with the DNA of the species uh, native to the hollow, which is the underground network of caves on the planet Sarah, where the games take place. Uh, Sarah is not a colony. It's not even set in the future. It's just Earth in this oh. universe. completely separate universe with no with no relation to our own whatsoever. What are they Sarah mining? is the home world of humanity. What are they mining again that makes them get rust lung? Emulsion. Emulsion. So rust, right, right. rust lung is uh, like black lung. It is uh, miners and their families after extended exposure to emulsion, the main fuel source that they fight wars over on Sarah. Right. Uh, it gives you rust lung, and the doctor was trying to cure it because he was running out of labor <laughs> at some point. Where he's like, and all these people are getting sick, and then they're getting their fucking kids sick. Uh, and it was called rust lung because it um, the exposure to emulsion gives you like brown phlegm, basically. Brown phlegm. Uh, Mira, however, was born with an immunity to rust lung, so the doctors figured she'd be good at like helping them find a cure. Um, but we have a cog episode, we have a locust episode where there's a lot more details about that. <laughs> um so what they did is they just uh put mirror like they they take mira's flesh and they use them as like masks right so it just like gets rid of all the rust lung on the way in or, <laughs> or, or like, like a covid mask made of like children's skin is yeah <laughs> or or they put like a big ventilation in the mine and just like her open mouth on the other side of the ventilation so she could like <laughs> catch all the rust lung and since she's immune to, to it you have to like change the filter, put in a different kindergartner to like yeah. all the rest. Yeah. A different set of children's lungs in as the filter. <laughs> yeah. Once a month, you got to rotate it. Yeah. Um, the most relevant thing that we talked about last time was the emulsion countermeasure weapon. Uh, this was designed by Adam Phoenix, the father of the main character for the first trilogy, Marcus. Marcus. Yep. This was actually at the request of Queen Mira, because uh, she ends up becoming queen of the locust. Uh, since the locust that got saturated in emulsion started to go crazy and become lambent, uh, which uh, is because emulsion's alive. It's like some kind of parasitic entity as well. And again, we Ooh. talked about that in the in the last one. So emulsion to kind of protect itself starts infecting the locust and making them lambent. But because it's also a fuel source, um, the lambent horde was also explosive. So they were really hard to fight oh. against. So Queen Mira was just like, listen, humanity, you guys created me. I really need some help because I got some bad neighbors and I need this taken care of. And also, if you don't do it within my time limit, I'm going to attack the surface. Um, anyway, what does gotcha. it mean uh, to be chill. lambent? It means like glowing. Yeah, because oh. they glow yellow. Oh, okay. It sounded like one of those words like Yule Hole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it means you're you're a third place finisher on season eight of American Idol. Oh. Adam Lambent. <laughs> are those still going on they must be what a stretch yeah. <laughs> and I, saw, I saw um simon cowell in a vanity fair episode a uh, uh, video on youtube recently or like the google autofill quiz that they do with celebrities yeah. Yeah. homeboy sure. looks fucking bad i oh, i don't sure. know how like that rich man he got some scuffed plastic surgery he's looking rough well yeah body's more mis dysmorphia i feel like it's uh hits some people a lot harder than others you know oh yeah you, yeah. you make a career out of being negative at things too like i feel like yeah. that must have an effect on something but i don't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> well yeah then you must like if your whole shtick for your entire career was criticizing people like you got to be so self conscious about ever like getting ugly or growing old, right? Like yeah. again, yeah. like how that how that karma is gonna come back to you? Like, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, more like Simon Scowl now with that face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's got any muscles left in his face, actually. He looks like he's got doll eyes. It's very weird. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, the countermeasure weapon worked on the Lambent as well as on Emulsion. So Emulsion's all gone. And the Locust, which also kind of had some Emulsion in their DNA because they had been engineered that way, were affected by it. But since they were created by Dr. Samson to be resilient, they ended up kind of crystallizing and getting encased in these nearly indestructible cocoons. And they're covered in these yellow emulsion crystals. So the emulsion kind of left their bodies and poked out and then hardened into these like insanely tough crystals, basically, on the outside. Cool. Cool. So in the, this is another good thing for Ethan, uh, the way that Gears is written, because on our last Elder Scrolls episode, which is a thing I firmly stand by, is that the timeline between events cannot be too long. So (laughs) thankfully... The time between Gears 3 and 4 is 25 years. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Uh, So humanity's government called the Coalition of Ordered Governments, or the COG, began to rebuild. And they did actually a pretty good job, all things considered, now that they, you know, they had their their resource war, which was the Pendulum Wars, which we talk about in the first episode. And then they had their war with the Locust and the Lambent. And they were like, okay, maybe we should cooperate just a bit. Mm-hmm. As much as as much as a fascist government can cooperate with anybody, we're gonna do it. It's time we're for gear, g- g- gears of peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The cucked libs gave us the a now. email protagonist that took out the war <laughs> in gears five. <laughs> Smile on your brother. Everybody get together. Gonna love one another right now. So since the uh, locust cocoons, so the lambent and, and emulsion basically dissolved. They were pretty easy to, to, to sweep away. They just like kind of dried out and got all desiccated. But the locust corpses inside their cocoons, since they were so hard to break down, um, the cocoons were just collected and dumped into improvised mass graves. So, you know, <laughs> okay. facilities that were never completed, there's like a big... Throw them into the Great Pacific garbage patch. Like, basically. Eh, Ocean will take care of them. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, had they dumped the corpses in the ocean, we probably would not have a Gears 4 and 5 because it would have solved the problem. Yeah, they would have been by sharks. Or just drowned when they hatched out of their cocoons <laughs> inevitably. Oh. <laughs> because dumping them in mine shafts or in like, um, there's like vaults that were created in some place, like underground bases and shit like that. It's just like, if we're not going to use it, fill it with monster bodies, dude, because we, <laughs> we don't fucking need it. It's like the, uh, you know, the, um, like the, the linguistics problem. Like, how do you store nuclear waste in, a, in an ethical way that if somebody digs it up in 10,000 years when all languages change, how do you mark the storage place so that right, that yeah. person can know that it's dangerous? But it's the same thing, just with like ghoulish bodies of monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at least it's only been 25 years. So like, again, the people who participated in the disposal of the locust cocoons, still alive. And they were just yeah. like, like uh, Marcus does a lot of like, between game exposition, like the the lore dumps are pretty well integrated. When he's like on your squad and telling his son and Kate, like, oh yeah, like oh yeah, I've been I knew about this mine because I worked for the government and it was a locust disposal site. And uh, I wonder why it's full of monsters all of a sudden. Don't, speaking don't of, monster open inside. Speaking of that thing you said, is like how do you uh, communicate to someone in ten thousand years when language has changed? Didn't we send a probe out into space? Or, like, maybe up to the moon. Or, yeah, it shows that we work in, like, base 10 math through symbols. It shows what our anatomy looks like. It's on a golden uh, record. Yeah, Yeah, which which I 
if you can play or and you can like read the audio files from if you yeah. play it backwards it, it, it plays lore boys yeah, <laughs> Carl Sagan was fucking loved our show. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm, it's sad that he's passed away. Yeah, yeah we it, got him. On, left... We got him. In, it, we got him inspired to do science. Actually, yeah, he, well, he told us once that it was uh, the Lore Boys that got him into science. Yeah, he has that take, really. Take science is the best. Best science was his. Yeah. <laughs> he has that uh, really inspiring monologue about uh, three pale boys or something like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pale blue boys. <laughs> A pale boy dot would be (laughs) the speech there. Um, Voyager left the solar system a couple years ago. I think it turned around and took a picture of the sun, and it's just like another point of light among millions of points of light. It's really, really cool. Cool. Yeah. There's a good documentary about that. It might not be on Netflix anymore. I don't know what their rotation's like, but there's a really good uh, documentary about making the Voyager. I love the um, the one aside there where like journalists found it hard to report on because they launched Voyager 2 first and all these like dullards in the newsroom were just like, why, why'd you do that? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a fair question. <laughs> I know, exactly. It's, I think it's because of the way they launched them. It, it, Voyager 2 was eventually overtaken by voyager yeah. one if i recall correctly but the, so they had to launch them at different times just because of like the way gravity and space fucking works right, right? um yeah so so yeah. uh the cog is doing pretty good at the cleanup good at the rebuild uh even in the face of massive storms called wind flares um humanity managed to reindustrialize and even convert some of the uh cog army into robots called dbs or, which is db it's short for damon baird who is one of the squaddies from the original trilogy and now just like a very successful military scientist uh and he's broadly speaking your guy on the radio he, he gives you a lot okay. of the the mission briefings and whatnot okay yeah and he hijacks um, a plane with a suitcase full of money and then parachutes out, and people are looking for him. Correct. <laughs> I don't get the reference. Yeah. Oh. D.B. Cooper. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> um, yeah, and, and one of the reasons they made a lot of machines to fight in the military is because um, she is, she's first minister by Gears 4 and 5, but originally, what's her name? Mina, I think it's like either Mira or Mina Jin was the Minister of Procreation, which is a very weird title for someone. And it was basically just uh, to encourage people to get pregnant, to repopulate the city. So they made machines so people didn't have to risk getting hurt on the job or fight anymore. So they made DBs, the robots, to replace people so that people could, you know. If you're listening to Lord Boys on a forklift, you ain't fucking. So they put a robot on that forklift so that you could get, get some tail. Basically, you get some tang. Yeah. I yeah. know lots of people who, who once they had to stay home from work, they had a bit. Ethan's one of them. You know, they, they, they told him to stay working from home. And I guess all he did was just try and get his all wife. This free t- all this free time. Quebec's minister of, or I guess Ontario's minister yeah. of procreation really. Yeah, uh, right. yeah, so. I, I would, I would wake up in the morning. I would, you know, uh, grab a coffee, you know, uh, have some eggs, have some eggs, <laughs> The veggie bacon, making a little smiley face, you know. Uh, I'd, you know, read the newspaper. Then I'd look over my wife and I'd say, "What's well, that for the morning commute, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> that's I so hope that's actually happened at least once. Fucking <laughs> 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 <Like a> great. <laughs> uh, so, kind of like in Titanfall Two, another absolute goat of a video game. Some of the new Cog cities kind of build themselves. There's like that one level in Titanfall where you're like in a suburbia factory. And kind of like as you go through the level, the town, there's like a town being built around you. And again, there's DBs and then giant other mechs, the construction mechs I didn't look up the names of that are all kind of repairing everything and putting everything back together. Um, And all of the new cog cities have these gigantic rotating mechanical like ring walls around them to protect people 
from the wind flares. Um, by Gears 5, we still don't know what causes wind flares, uh, but multiple characters theorize that it probably has something to do with sinking Jacinto Plateau into the ocean to flood the Locust Hollow. So, like, lowering sea level and changing the shape of one of the continents would definitely affect the climate. But, like, at present, the COG has not admitted, admitted where climate change comes from. Imagine that. And it certainly, <laughs> it certainly wasn't sinking chunk of the continent into the ocean. No, no, no. Yeah. Couldn't be. Uh, before the Locust War, the COG was always, like I said, a little bit fascist. Then they got into a war, and now they're very fascist again. Uh, the First Minister is really, really in charge of people's lives. And now that there aren't as many soldiers, they do use DBs to enact curfews every once in a while. Okay. So you got to be home from work and fucking by 8.30. Or else the DBs are going to give you a ticket, basically. Yeah, yeah the, okay. the San Francisco... Uh police union uh lobbying robot. to let their let their robots murder or whatever yeah. right was that yeah, exactly. use lethal force yeah <laughs> san francisco councilwoman mina Jin is yeah. uh 100 in favor of that one there yeah. i want to let the murder bots kill again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got her way in this one at least maybe maybe honestly gears 5 is just a window into the future of san francisco <laughs> Uh, some people, God bless them, are not into this, this whole robot-enforced curfew thing. Some people don't want to live in San Francisco, fucking to their credit, I think they're right. Um, <laughs> these people live outside of COG cities in much more rural communities. Uh, these people are just casually called outsiders. Sometimes they call themselves outsiders. Um, and uh, outsiders, though, so sadly, sometimes they do have to raid COG cities while they're still under construction. Uh, because a lot of the stuff they need still requires fuel and batteries. So some of them have, like, wind farms set up, but as far as, like, backup generators are actually storing the energy that the windmills generate, uh, you need to steal that shit from the cog. So there is a little bit of friction. The beginning of Gears 4, admittedly, is, I know I said the game's fantastic. The beginning's a little bit boring. You do spend a lot of time stealing batteries and shooting robots for the first, like, two, three hours of that game before the main enemies actually show up. Because you start playing as JD Phoenix, who is... Marcus's son from the first three games and um yeah he was just like obviously his dad's a military man so and his mom uh, Anya Stroud was first minister at one point before she died and he was just like yeah I'm gonna rebel against my parents who are all who are both feds so now I'm like a hippie living in the woods stealing batteries from the government basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah well wind farm uh, seems good though because they have all those wind flares right you can just like exactly. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they're, sometimes they're a little intense. I don't know if you've ever seen that wild video of that windmill destroying itself. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of that. The, the wind flares are pretty crazy. Um, just... I may have mentioned on the last episode what. <laughs> yeah, pay attention. Like if you're making toast or something and a wind flare goes off, like just be ready to pop it because it could cook your toast in like a second yeah. and a half. Yeah. Like a wind flare. Yeah. Toast is just a pile of slag with two pieces of cooked bread sticking in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, meanwhile, unbeknownst to the surface dwellers, these uh, mass locust graves were changing into something else. Some of the cocoons had began to hatch, and the graves were being changed into hives. Uh, rumors kind of started to spread in outsider camps that monsters had been abducting people. Obviously, with the giant mechanical walls and all the robot guards, at this time, there were no raids on COG settlements. Okay. Because the new enemies, or the newly hatched locusts, um, or re-emerged locusts from their cartoons did not have the um, resources at this time to launch a full-scale assault on a armored city, basically. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so as it happens, uh, part of Queen Mira's consciousness was still 
kind of alive on the Locust Hive Mind network. And as the Locust began to hatch, they started to create new monsters. Uh, again, like they, the Locust in the first three games had very much like taken the indigenous life of the Hollow underground and modified them into war machines. So there's a lot of like giant spiders with guns on them and a dinosaur with guns on it. Uh, and or like these armored worms that the, that are basically bulletproof. They can be used as cover. Like the, the Locust very much used every part of the Buffalo down in the Hollow, basically. <laughs> As, assuming the part of the That's buffalo could have cannons mounted on it, and otherwise it's all fucking useless. <laughs> Cannon mounted <laughs> buffaloes. <yeah. laughs> a jet booster sticking out of its ass. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's for whenever they get all like corralled off the cliff. They can still survive. Yeah, yeah. The ones with the yeah, jet booster take off. To the ass, jet right? booster to take off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Natural selection. The ones with the jet boosters in their asses survive. Yes. So. Watch us sitting on the back of a horse with these wide eyes, watching these fucking jet powered bison take off. And then turn around and start firing cannons. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, they turn to the side, broadsides come like pop out of the side of the bucket. Yeah, the door slip up, yeah. up on the side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the the reemerged locusts now kind of start doing this as well. They start rebuilding their army by creating new monsters that'll help them uh, start to rebuild. But we're going to learn more about that after the break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back, everybody. So one of the most important and most common new creations um, that the Locust made in, in their new hives, in their mass graves, was something called the Snatcher. Uh, which is a very silly casual name for, uh, if you guys want to open up the first spoiler image and see what the Snatcher looks like. there was spoiler images even. Describe it to the audience. Well, I I had to recap a bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of setup before we get to the new baddies. Oh my god, they stole my idea for laser beams made out of worms coming out of this guy's (laughs) mouth. Uh, (laughs) So it's it's like a a quadrupedal creature with like uh, the classic like insect like pointed like it's a cowboy boot Without the foot part, it just like comes to a point at the end. I didn't notice that. It to- the joint does look like a cowboy boot. You're right. <laughs> on, on his four feet, uh, he's got the you know the plated like uh, bio armor. Yeah, chitin, if you will. Yeah. Uh, thank you, James. Uh, four glowing red eyes, or I mean, maybe two glowing red eyes just on one side of his face. But like we're a seeing flounder. silhouette, so we can't see the other side <laughs> yeah. of his face. Uh, he's got uh, teeth with or uh, mouth with razor, razor sharp teeth and three worms for tongues. He's got a very soft pink belly. It looks like a very weak. Oh, he's, he's got a, sing, a single testicle. He's got a single testicle scrotum as a belly. <laughs> I don't but, know. <laughs> but yeah, definitely a One video game testicle. weak point. That yeah. that's his lambent. That's his lam, lam lambescence, I guess. 
Is that a word? <laughs> the lambescence is opposite to the chitin. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Thank you, Mr. Sagan. Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, like... Uh, Excerpt from Pale Boy. Pale Boy Dot. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is one of the things about uh, one of the trivias on the wiki page for this thing for the snatcher is like due to the square cube law, this animal could not exist because of its size. Its pointed feet would just sink into the ground. That's oh, something okay. I learned about. That's why animals aren't so big because yeah, the square you can moving stuff up as a square isn't so much, but when you move it up cube like, uh, it's all it, it gets it's exponentially bigger. It's a hell of a lot more. Uh, volume, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Jamie's so big, he doesn't have enough room for him in his apartment with his microphone. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this new Jamie's setup. Jamie's pointed toes means he sinks into his desk. Yeah. <laughs> I have two that's holes. Why, <laughs> I can only assume that that's why whales don't have pointed pointed feet. Yeah, because yeah, they, they, they would just sink. There you guys They're go. Look, there's holes in the floor right there next to me. Jamie's apartment looks like a Shia LaBeouf picture. My pointed feet. <laughs> um, yeah, so the big, dumb, glowing video game weak point on the front of the Snatcher is actually, like, this pouch that can open up and a bunch of tentacles come out of it. Because what this thing is uh, made to do is it is made to kidnap people. Snatches them up. Where does he put them? Hide your wife, uh, hide your kid. In the pouch. The big, the big uh, oh, the chest, chest thing. The, yeah, the, the nut opens up, the and then the it's, got ten, it's, it's got Climb tentacles into, on the inside. Climb into my nut. <laughs> it's got floppy, floppy tentacle lasers that poke out of it, and it picks people up and transports them back to a uh, swarm hive. The new creations by the locust are now called the swarm. It's not the locust swarm anymore. It's the locust they make the swarm, opposed to being the locust horde. So it's all... They're, they're, they're struggling with words for... They always should have been called swarm, though. It never should have been called a horde. Right, oh, I like know. It's a swarm of locusts for sure. Yeah, nope. exactly. Yeah, they were really they were working hard. And like, uh, my buddy Kyle can do like a serviceable impression of of Marcus Phoenix, and I can't. But he's always just like I he again. He was one of the guys who was skeptical about playing Gears Four because he saw the plot was just like everybody is just like it's not the locust, it's not the locust, and then just like. It's the locust, which is absolutely <laughs> the plot of Gears Four. It's just like they, they look the Who same. Who else would it fucking... be? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just the locust with one of the you know the classic fake glasses with the nose and mustache on. Yeah, of course, like, oh, yeah. definitely yeah. not the. No, never seen a locust with a mustache before, so it can't be them. <laughs> yeah. So while you're inside the snatcher, uh, you're. The person is then wrapped up into a snug and fleshy little cocoon pod and then okay. deposited somewhere on the wall, on the floor, hanging down somewhere within a swarm hive. So you guys can open up the next spoiler image and take a look at uh, your accommodations within the hive. Honestly, this would, like, if you had a reasonable cleaning fee, this picture would trend pretty high on Airbnb, I feel like. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you could rent out these as, like, you know, uh, fully organic gestation pods for rent. Yeah, right? it's, it's like an industrial area. It looks like a factory or something. Like, everything's metal. But then, like, these just two big flush sacks on the ground that yeah. are, like, yeah. kind of round. They look uh, luminescent from the inside. They um, are, yeah. It's what I imagine, like, uh, you know, the, the Scandinavian shark that they bury and let uh, fester before they, like, unbury it and eat it again. I imagine, like, this is what that shark looks like whenever they pull it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that shit. There's a construction guy's hat right next to one of them. It looks like he lost yeah. his hat on the way into the. Yeah, they're they're in some like factory setting, right? It's a they mine. Got the, it, they got it's, the classic again, it's a... black and black and yellow. Like, yeah, that means don't go over this. Essentially, they got a yeah. danger sign up. 
Uh, yeah, uh, I, I know they have like a wet floor sign in front of the gestation pod as well, basically that that red thing. But yeah, it's it's a mine. It's it was a locust mass burial site that they dumped a bunch of stuff into, so it became a hive. And when people get uh, snatched up, they get just get brought back there because it's all like linked together through like a network of tentacles, which is how the the hive mind kind of transmits. Uh, so yeah, it's funny that you mentioned how this could be an Airbnb. Because uh, sorry, bit- it's, it's fiber optic, but the fiber is like the fiber like that you eat. You know? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's, like a it's wheat. a fiber optics. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, it's got all the modern amenities you might expect. Uh, it's got free meals in the form of a pinkish sludge that is just forced into your body so that you can be digested um, from the inside out. Uh, hey, it's got to be healthier than hot. network. Okay. I guarantee it. Yeah, I then mean, your gestation pot is always ice cold in the middle after you take it out, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's full of it's it's full of fluid, still frozen in the center. It's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So anyway, through the connection, you can kind of feel and see everyone else who's also gestating in a pod. Like, um, when you rescue Marcus from a pod before he is converted, basically, he's just like, "Oh no, I knew I I knew people were getting digested. Like, I could feel them being digested through the network and he's and and all that shit." Because basically what happens within the pod is you are melted down and remade into a soldier for the swarm. Um, The liquefaction of the original body is, I think, how butterflies actually work. Like a caterpillar that cocoons itself, melts, and then comes out of as a butterfly. I think that happens within the pupa. But the same thing. It sounds way easier to just grow wings in there. As a man with no chrysalis and no wings, I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, love the clip. Pull up the clip. I, I I think that's true. I think beetles do as well. They like not melt. believe you. Bug, bugs are weird, man. I don't yeah. even not believe. You. I'm just saying. That's like that seems like uh, you added a step. The dissolving <laughs> step feels extraneous. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, why do you got to spend all this time as like a little worm first? I guess you got to build up your energy so you could dissolve yourself. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, obviously Robert Munch or whoever wrote it left out the part where the hungry little caterpillar is liquefied in its pupa before it comes out as a <laughs> <laughs> the, hor- the horror of the acids, the vinegar. That <laughs> me. Last summer, um, there was, or maybe it was the summer before, in Montreal, Quebec, or in a lot of places in Quebec, there was a, a worm, uh, caterpillar infestation. And it turned into yeah. a certain type of moth. And if you're in the forest, uh, you could. There were so many caterpillars eating the branches and like eating the the leaves and stuff. You could like hear this this dull like crunching sound. Crunch, yeah, crunch, crunch. But like, it's it's like if if like a whole stadium of people just rubbed the the palms of their hands, like you know, like like you know, it just built up to this bigger sound than it actually. Okay, was. A, yeah. like ten hour ASMR video, just like some. <laughs> Some Twitch thought lying in the woods listening to caterpillars <laughs> eat all the trees. It's a caterpillar with long nails eating a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that if we're going to pick the weirdest art idea for the episode, that's got to be it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Long nailed caterpillar eating a pickle. Because caterpillars kind of look like pickles, right? Like, oh, it's true. Right? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if Pete's art style will will uh, adequately show the difference between a caterpillar and a pickle. Well, yeah, yeah that <laughs> <laughs> we kind of look like gingerbread men, I guess. But if you think about yeah, it, the gingerbread. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I wonder where they got the idea. Gingerbread boys. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Sagan loved gingerbread. Yeah, <laughs> he also invented that. Friend, friend um, of the show. Friend of the show, Carl Sagan, <laughs> and his gingerbread recipe. Look it up. Um, 
So if you aren't rescued in time, um, but someone wakes you up a little bit too early, uh, and you're not just a pile of goo, uh, you come out as a juvenile, or what is, again, casually called a juvie, basically. Uh, They're kind of small, skinny little monkey creatures. They run around on all fours, but, like, they're human-shaped, so they kind of have that weird, like, sideways gallop. Like, uh, imagine yourself running around on all fours. It's like that. Yeah. Um, they attack with their fists and with their claws. They're just very... They're, they attack in, in numbers, but they're incredibly easy to kill. Um, they're not strong whatsoever. Their skin hasn't hardened, so they can't really take much of a bullet like the locust or, or a mature swarm monster can. Um, okay. They can't use guns. They can't seem to communicate with each other at all, and they have no sense of self-preservation. Uh, generally speaking, they don't take cover. They just run directly at you, and in some cases, as the more mature swarm drones are hatching. They sometimes just strap juvies with grenades. So they're the uh, uh, very fun and never terrible suicide enemy of the game, which um, cool. has always been my least favorite enemy in every single fucking game is the thing that just beelines towards your screen and kills itself in front of you. It was, it was, and we talked about this series earlier, it was great when the grunts did it in Halo because they were just screaming like they were scared and they'd run in like random directions sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and just with like two plasma grenade- grenades like glowing in their hands as they just like run yeah. at you. And if yeah. and if you have the uh, if you have the appropriate skull, when you shoot them in the head as they're running towards you, confetti pops out like there's Oh, very the birthday party. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And you get the children, the generic children. Yeah. Yeah, when, exactly. When you get them, yeah. <laughs> I was always fun. I know Jamie was mentioning, I don't know if this is on the bonus or on this one, but like Jamie, like that six SWAT play where he gets like four headshots, the children's yay, if you got enough in a row, would they would just like cut each other off and like stack constantly? <laughs> it's like, like a YouTube poop, basically. So, uh, if the pod is given enough time to finish, a new man-sized swarm soldier will come out. Uh, these are called imagos or imagos. Uh, this is also the term used for the final stage of a metamorphosizing insect. So a butterfly or a beetle is also an imago. Um, an imago looks a lot like a locust drone. However, when they're fresh, their skin has yet to harden kind of like a bug does when it has its shell. So you guys could open up the spoiler image and see a newborn swarm drone a hardened one where his he's had enough time to tan and then a locust drone with the uh emulsion crystals poking at him as well cool yeah the, what is the what is the tool that the the one with the crystals poking out of him has in his hands because it, it it looks like a gun but it's painted yellow which signals tool not gun yeah and then uh, it, it's got like it's got like looks like a projectile or something on the end that has a drill on it, and you would think it's like, oh, it's going to shoot at you, and it's going to hit you with the drill, and the drill's going to drill into you, but the drill is pointing down. 90 so degrees like, down, yeah. So, yeah. Perpendicular to, yeah. like, the, the trajectory? It's kind of like a Dead Space-style uh, industrial tool converted into a weapon. It's called the drop shot. Um, okay. Unlike in Dead Space, I don't think it has any practical use whatsoever. No, it's because when you... it shoots that fucking drill out, and when you release the trigger, it just drops into the ground and explodes. If you ever needed so to... It's, it's like the least accurate way to like blast a mountainside, basically. <laughs> if you ever needed to, like, there's like, uh, let's say something you can only fit your arm into, and there's a screw uh, down at the end of that shaft or something. Oh, like a drill? Yeah, yeah, so you just <laughs> stick it in so you can get that screw, so you don't have to, like, gotcha. twist your arm in a weird way or use an Allen wrench or, yeah. 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 It's cool, like, in a game that's, like, heavily based around cover, being able to shoot an explosive of drill over cover and drop it directly onto an enemy is a cool idea um i am fucking terrible with it i gotta say in my old age 
the drill goes way too fucking fast. I can, ne <laughs> I can never drop it on anything I'm trying to hit. It's old, old man Peter on his rocket chair on the porch, just yeah. trying, to, trying to drop a projectile all the time. Trying to hit trying birds to with, his with the drill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what these guys look like, I mean, they got no lips. That's the first thing I notice. Yeah. Um, they've got uh, two noses, but like not noses, sorry. They got like two sets of nostril, one where you'd expect a nose to be and the other one dead center of the forehead. Mm -hmm. um the juvenile the young one or these aren't juveniles but like the young one that, that he's fresh uh, yeah the fresh one uh, looks like uncooked chicken the center one <laughs> looks like cooked chicken and he's got like an ammo like mayor mayoral sash essentially <laughs> uh, what do you call them a, a bandolier Antonio banderas <laughs> his yeah. teeth also only get yellow in the middle shot which is weird yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Well, it's part of the it's the chicken broth that, that dripped off his skin onto his teeth. It stained his teeth yellow, I think. Uh, yeah, you need the you need the, the the locust drones. They hatch out of the pods and immediately into like the rotisserie chicken machine with like the multiple <laughs> rotating <laughs> bars around it. And yeah, he, the guy in the it, middle here is done. It's well, if we go back to the last picture, the the big bags of flesh. Uh, if you skewered those and stood them upright, they'd look a lot like a, a kebab shop. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, would, it would look a lot like a Donaire store. Yeah. So maybe these guys are just the shavings off that, right? Wow. My friend is he like comes up to you, he's like shaving yeah. meat off with his he's, he's got like he's like trying to shoot a drill at the kebab uh, or like the, the, the yeah. shawarma meat. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 just hold on, hold on. I'll get it, I'll get it, I'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like 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 shattered drills all over the floor. <laughs> It's a like, complete wreck. You can get it yourself as the player character. You have to stand at the appropriate distance away and use a melee. So you go up with the chainsaw part of your gun and get to. Oh, uh, yeah. Your meat <laughs> oh, off, yeah. You're you know? using yeah. the lancer to carve off <laughs> yeah. the meat. Yeah. That's a good one too. Actually, God damn, I got a lot of I got a lot of stupid pictures to think uh, about. There's a, <laughs> I got a lot of loser titles too. So there's a yeah. word for it though. Like whenever you cut something with a chainsaw, um, you're not just like cutting it and. Like, there's material, the thickness of the blade that just gets turned into, like, sawdust or whatever, right? Like, while you're making yeah, the cut. Yeah. So that wouldn't be a very good way to cut meat, because... Well, no, because meat dust would be delicious meat. Like, you put that in the sandwich. Oh, so right? you get a lot you of fine it. meat dust along with the, the thicker cuts that, yeah. that you shave From, off. And whether, you, whether you, you put it in the sandwich or you use it for something else, it's still usable, right? Yeah, you can make yeah, a, a, like, a, a meat log at the end of it and cut it into deli meats or something. Yeah. Or like <laughs> on, top of, uh, on top of the fries, you could use it as a seasoning. Like, oh, yeah. dried, like dried shawarma chicken might be actually a pretty good, uh, pretty good. Patent pending, anybody who's listening. Anybody who's listening <laughs> to this in, in a shawarma shop right now, you for the lore boys, the yeah. lore boys kebab shop coming coming yeah. soon near you. Yeah. Yeah, we better hope none of the Lebanese have a chainsaw. They'll be ahead of us on this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the swarm, the swarm along with their rotisserie chicken, they're they're swarm of soldiers basically. The uh, oh no, they're the swarm. That would be their restaurant. Oh, the swarm. <laughs> that would be their It's right there. It's right there. Yeah, the locust swarm. Yeah, the locust swarm. Oh, that's going to be the name of our fucking kebab shop. That's what I'm saying. I'm putting it down there <laughs> yeah. now. I don't think you can put locust on a restaurant without getting like way too much heat from city health inspectors. You know, right. probably yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like they're going to walk in and just be like, "Oh wow, they it is filled with giant grasshoppers." Who could have known? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just a the name on the side. Yeah, it's a vibe. Your... 
we're going for a vibe with our restaurant, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a bar <laughs> next door. Desiccated crops. Yeah. <laughs> the bar next door called the Rusty Lung. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it, it, you know you've got like the like a vase with like the fake plants in it. In there, yeah, it's yeah. just a bunch of like it's like completely dried out dead corn. Just like yeah, we're going for <laughs> a real Moses vibe. Yeah. Can you guys name uh, all the the uh, bars in Skyrim? What's the one in White Run? There's the, the single one of them. The Bannered Mare. Yeah. One in White Run. Bannered Mare. The Skeevens. What are the rats? Oh, uh, Skeever. No. Skeever. Skeevers. Yeah. yeah. There's the the winking Skeever in Solitude. That's it. Yeah. That's the one I was. That one makes yeah. me think of a butthole. That's it. Okay. Can you, can you name them all? If you no, no, no. I, I was thinking because I was. <laughs> I was oh, pl- okay. I was playing yeah. the other day, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot. These all have interesting names." And I'm like, "That'd be a good question to well, ask the boys. How many they remember?" And- well, James, you know, you're going for the hundred percent. One of the achievements is to name all the all the <laughs> taverns in Skyrim on a podcast. So uh, the bee and the barb. Bee and the barb. Uh, oh yeah, the mead one that's in, in uh, 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 Riften. Yeah. Um, the. Uh, I don't think I'll get any Is there more. One in, I'll leave you with. I'll leave you with this one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the the swarm has multiple along with their converted humans. They have a, a multiple their non-converted forces as well. Uh, they have carriers, which I don't have a picture of, but they look like a swarm drone, but it kind of walks around like a gorilla, and its chest kind of splits open, and it can shoot out these like explosive little poisonous squids, basically. Cool. Uh, and then there's also these flocks of flying leeches that I don't really know how they work. So they swarms swarms of flying leeches, if you will. Fun to say yeah, though, flocks of flying yeah. leeches. They call yeah the the flock of leeches is a it's a band from the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> um, they seem to be able to control machinery, but whether or not they are actually somehow overriding the electronics of a DB, or just like because they don't have bones, wriggling into the workings and controlling them, uh, you do end up fighting like infected DBs that are called rejects, basically where. Um, they're not quite a suicide enemy, but if you shoot their head off, they will go into um, like self-destruct mode and just run directly at you and explode. Okay. So cool! Like yeah, the, they, like the they take over machinery. Sorry, like the robots in Fallout, but that's yes. if you shoot both their arms off, then they yeah. try and blow up on you. Um, the leeches can even take over other life. Uh, in Gears Five, they take over a giant desert worm called the Kraken, um, and it okay. somehow it's, connects to Kraken. Kraken, not Kraken. It's cra- sorry, that's my bad. Yeah, it's cracking. Okay. I was like, yeah. I was trying to figure uh-huh. out if it was like spelled in an interesting way I or think something. I've heard them both sound. though. I've heard them both ways. It's though. probably right. I feel yeah. like uh, what I feel like the uh, the zeitgeist uh, for Kraken comes from comes Liam from uh, yeah, release the Kraken exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I looked at the Regardless. rest. I look at the rest of the ends just to follow up and. The rest of them don't have that cool of name. There's like Dead Man's Drink in Falkreath, the Retching Netch in Solstheim, and then all the other ones are just boring, like Moorside <laughs> in, Nightingale in, Wind Peak in, the, the so- Bar in Winterhold. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, the one in Winterhold is the Frozen Hearth. That one's kind of okay, but yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, the leeches managed to take over the Kraken or the Kraken again. Now I now I forgot how I supposed to say <laughs> the, it. The Phil the Phil McCraken. <laughs> <laughs> they take it over and somehow and manage to connect it to the hive so now it can be controlled it's part of the it's part of the hive mind now um they use it to attack new ephira it's like the the final boss of gears 5 is this gigantic desert worm basically cool 
Um, New Ephira, which was built near the edge of Jacinto Plateau, and Old Ephira is now the uh, latest in the Cog's multiple completely obliterated capital cities. So they just nice. uh, they just don't know what to do with them. They just can't keep them intact. So prior to all this, prior to the it's like fascists coming... don't know how to run a government. Man. What can I... It seems yeah. like they're bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> they have the curfew in the world, and they just can't keep it... <laughs> can't even keep it together. I don't understand. We, we 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 implemented a curfew. Why are people out past ten? Yeah, blowing up our cities. <laughs> well, if you have oh, a in the robots. <laughs> yeah, if you have one of those mutated monsters, you're allowed to walk them past ten. So yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It has to be within a kilometer of your home, though. But yeah. nobody's gonna ask to check where your home is. So. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's not like your dog can confirm it either. It's no. Not... Yeah. No, nobody's doing the fucking trigonometry to figure out how far you actually are on a map from your home. Yeah, you know? so, yeah. Yeah, the Quebec government just sent us like a, a one kilometer string that you can just like you have to tie it like <laughs> like Theseus. Like, like basically, you've just got yeah. the garden tied to your front door. Yeah. <laughs> you're going around the block. You're like trying to throw it over like that whole row of houses on the street so you can <laughs> yeah. continue walking around the block. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so prior to all the swarm animals coming back and the creation of the drones, uh, the swarm uh, raised Fort Umson, um, which was the outsider settlement where the player characters JD and Kate have been living with Kate's family. Her mother, Raina, is abducted by a snatcher during the raid. And when Marcus is rescued, he reveals that everyone from the settlement has already been converted and digested, okay. except her mother, except Raina, who is being treated differently. But at the time, he does not know why. She's going to be the queen. What we find out is Reyna is the natural-born daughter of Queen Mira. And since Mira... Um, oh, so, excuse And since Mira is dead and her remaining consciousness was, like, barely keeping the swarm together, she just sends Snatchers to go grab her daughter and connect her to the Hive network. Because okay. she's, only got, she's only got a couple, you know, she's got just a couple of spoons left in her head. She's going a little crazy. She's barely holding it together with all these different drones. She's like, no, my daughter... Princess Reyna, now Queen Reyna, needs to take over. She, she, she needs to inherit this. I'm, I'm retiring, basically, because yeah, I've been see, dead for see, 25 years. You see, you see all, the, uh, all the flesh monsters that the light touches? These will be yours someday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and at the end of Gears 4, Reyna is discovered and disconnected from the network. However, since she was integrated in and like fused in with a bunch of tentacles, it's very gross. For like what is supposed to be a touching moment, the Kate talking to her mom, who is like semi-digested into a wall of tentacles, doesn't really land, but it's cool, I guess. Yeah. Um, she's discovered and disconnected, and it kills her, which she does specifically ask for, because she is not thrilled with being queen of the swarm. Uh, so when she gets disconnected, she's like, okay, thank you. And Kate disconnects her with a knife. Like it's it's like a moment between her and her and her mom. Um for some reason, they don't actually like take Reyna's body anywhere for like a funeral or cremate her or something like that. I seemingly she's just left behind because yeah, the... throw her up. Oh, where's the nearest mine shaft? Yeah, yeah exactly. Throw her down there, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people uh, right there just will come back to bite us. They write their last wishes. You know, like you know, leaving being left your whole body being buried, decomposed. People don't quite like that. Uh, being burned, like cremated people don't like that no i want to be dissolved i want to be dissolved in a yeah. cocoon so yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah just throw me down in a mine shaft that's uh, i want to pupate i want to pupate that's my my last yeah. will and testament yeah Literally. Literally. <laughs> yeah yeah so because they didn't do anything with her body i guess the swarm managed to recover it 
revive and mutate her. And since her consciousness still was like somewhere on the swarm network, kind of like Mira's was, she's just fucking back. And for whatever reason, like Reyna, uh, does not kind of like take the like whole queen of the swarm thing. Well, Mira was human and looked human right up until she gets killed at the end of gears three by Marcus Phoenix. Uh, if you guys want to open the last spoiler picture, you'll see that Reyna did not get the same treatment. Um, yeah, she, she looks, looks like she looks like uh, um, Pirates of the Caribbean too. She looks like the crew of J Davy Jones's ship. She does. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah, she uh, she kind of comes back as a combination of her, a bunch of lobster shells, and Ursula from The Little Mermaid. She doesn't have yeah. legs. She's got like tentacles they, now. She's got emulsion they, they, crystals they, poking they out of her head. Pretty lobster girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like she's balding in the middle. I don't know if it's just the side shot, but it looks like she only has hair on the sides, but No, it's it's not the lighting. It's it's not the uh it's not the wig from Tim Robinson. It's uh, no, I think it's, the giant crystal sticking out of her forehead has done something to her hairline. It, it, oh. it, it's it's changed the way she parts her hair as the emulsion crystal. Yeah. It's a part, it, yeah, because she always she used to part on the left, but now she has the crystal there, so she's trying to part on the right. She's very self-conscious about it, James. Yeah. That's <laughs> I feel she's like she's trying to do bangs but can't cut through the crystals because they're indestructible. <laughs> Ethan, I feel like your cat knows where the camera ends because he keeps just choosing new spots to sit that are like within shot. Oh, I don't and know yeah. if you guys can see, but we have the Christmas tree up. Oh, that's oh, why. Yeah, he's going a little berserk for that. So yeah, he likes <laughs> the right, right, right off the edge of the the camera. I was oh. thinking about getting one, but uh, I haven't yet since I got Dusty. So two years now, no, no Christmas tree because I'm like she's a climber and. She has knocked a lamp over onto me in my sleep. I don't want to get hit in the face uh -huh. with a Christmas tree. Like, like yeah. if, if I leave it in there, right? Oh, he heard me. He's coming over. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's right behind <laughs> me. Ice liked sleeping under the tree. She felt like uh, it was like a cozy she's, little she's area. She's a present. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Reyna is eventually defeated and retreats at the end of Gears 5. She actually brings the Kraken to new Afira to attack it, but it is killed by the Hammer of Dawn because... You mean, is that the same as the Kraken, or...? Yeah, uh, it's a different guy, actually. <laughs> different, okay. Just different mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the things I was thinking about today was just like, man, the plot of every Gears of War game is just people kind of fucking around until they just get to use the Hammer of Dawn. It really is just the plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the space laser is just like, yeah, well, uh, we would have used it, it sooner, but... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the, the, the Kraken is killed at New Afira by the Hammer of Dawn, and Reyna retreats. She tried to convince... Um, uh, they really should have sent uh, someone else, uh, because uh, Kate, when she encounters her mother, who is now not dead and a tentacle monster, and she's just like, join me, daughter, we'll, we'll live, we'll be immortal, it'll be perfect. Bad pitch. You know, when you look... <laughs> When you come back as a monster and you're just like, don't you want to be like me, your mom, princess of the swarm? Kate is very strongly... No, I don't. Nah, at all. Nah, dead. Yeah. Nah, dead. Well, like, why does um, it take so long for them to use the Hammer of Dawn? Is it like, like the they're telescopes? In orbit. They're in orbit, so they're not stationary. Oh, and and plus, so have, everybody has to apply to use it. You have to get a permit. Well, I, then you have I was to just saying, because yeah. like we could, in theory, use the James, James Webb, Webb Space Telescope. Like yeah. any anybody can. You just you have to submit like a research proposal, and it has to be approved by NASA, basically. And they'll be yeah. like, you have to submit like a proposal on like. What experiment are you going to run? Like, where, where do you need to look? Why? Like, what's the benefit to mankind? Like, all that kind of stuff. And then we'll then get three hours, use... two years from now to get to use exactly, it Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. the queue is huge. So, like, if there's a global war going on and there's one unified front fighting against it and there's only one fucking James Webb space laser, laser 
then In- infrared laser. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's got to be a waiting yeah. list to use it. But yeah, I, it's just because they're in orbit. They had to wait for them to be above New Ephira so that they yeah. could target the 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 end the, the the swarm basically. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like it's we we shit a lot uh from our from our you know our armchairs back at the lore boys hq we do a lot of like oh well why why do video game writers always do this or or use that like it must be hard to like because there's two sides or you know the two sides that we talk about the most on this show of game development which is like design like game design and then story it's like it must be hard to be a writer and like you are kind of responding to game design probably more than vice versa depending on the game right there are like story driven games but Gears of War definitely is a game-driven story. Yeah. And it's like, you as the writer have to come up in fiction why your character, who's like clearly pivotal to the war effort and the most important person involved, yeah. doesn't just have access to the end game weapon because that's not how video games work, right? Yeah, exactly. And like, yeah. if you're on game five, then it's like, man, how do we explain this again? Like, yeah. let's mm-hmm. just keep going back to the old one. Like, fucking satellite's not here. I don't know what to tell you. you know, <laughs> Basically, yeah. That's how Gears of War 2 ends. The, there's like the Lambent Brumac, and they're just like, how do we sink Jacinto? It's like, the Lambent explode, so we need to wait until the Hammer of Dawn is above the dinosaur so that we can fucking hit him. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we can tag him. Yeah. yeah. So the COG continues to search for a way to kill the swarm once and for all. Uh, one method is set up in Hive Busters, the Fantastic Gears 5 DLC. Um, they already kind of have a weapon that targets swarm DNA. It's they're, that, I, they're doing this again. They're, is they're that doing the real name? Weapon. What? Hive Busters? Hive yeah. Buster? Okay. Yeah. I thought you were making a joke. Is the full name of the DLC. Oh my god. Arcade. <laughs> <laughs> oh frick. I got kicked out of Dave and Buster's for showing my cock. <laughs> I always see fucking weird weird uh weird reels about that. <laughs> it is Dr. Arcade, right? Hive Buster. I think it is, yeah. <laughs> I think it's like a slightly older Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. Yeah, it's it's an arcade yeah. slash restaurant. Like okay, it's yeah. like an Applebee's with an arcade adapt. I think okay. it's David. You can get your basket of fries and your whatever the whack-a-mole thing yeah um yeah so they're they've already designed they're already designing a new like genetic weapon against the hive um and it kind of works but it isn't potent enough to kill the larger enemies so uh what they do is they end up combining the genetic weapon with venom from this gigantic like hummingbird in the southern islands so this is another thing a writing thing that they did in gears that ethan would like is not only is it not five thousand years after gears three where nothing has changed (laughs) but also sarah has multiple biomes so in Gears 5, there's like the European Beautiful. climate of the cities, there's desert, there's ice, and then you go to the southern islands, which are basically like, it's like the Maori area, basically. It's like the Polynesian okay. islands. Yeah. Uh, the Gears characters, there's always been several of them that are like Maori-based. Ty in Gears 2 has like the tattoos, and one of the three squad mates in Hive Busters also has the tattoos on her arm and on her face. So she's there's, from the Southern Islands. There's just giant uh, hummingbirds drinking from hummingbird feeders full of DEET. And then that, that goes in, <laughs> and then we harvest the DEET, and we bring it for yeah. the, the Hive Busters, right? Yeah. yeah. It all makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it, you don't actually kill it because like the... I mean, they all get killed by the swarm, but like the the Maori people on the southern islands actually like warshipped this thing, mm-hmm. and it is really cool. And I know I don't know what it's called, but there is actually like a single species of poisonous bird, and I think it lives in New Zealand. And oh. uh, the one that you fight here is really cool because it it because it like hovers. It does have four like hummingbird wings, and it makes a really cool like kind of helicopter noise when you're fighting it in the boss uh, battle. I was wondering and what ta- the sound would be like. I thought it would be more flappy. Since they're so big, they wouldn't go as fast, right? But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, again, square cube. 
animal yeah. like that probably guaranteed could not actually exist because right. you'd never be able to like have muscles in a bird that big that can beat wings that fast. Yeah. But it is very cool. It's like a it's like a <laughs> bug, and then it's because you see it attacking the swarm earlier in the game. And like the entire DLC is set up is like tracking this thing down so you can take its venom because the venom is clearly very effective. Right. And then it is combined and modified with the actual um, like DNA weapon that they're trying to use. Then the fucking end of the DLC is a cliffhanger where the three members of the squad like strap themselves with the new toxin bomb and then bait snatchers to drag them into the hive. So it Ooh. ends with the three of them like in a clearing the guy I played as is like the Scottish guy because he's got a deployable shield and he's just like sitting there in front of a snatcher, like puts flips up two birds behind him, which is like so cheesy and badass. They uh -huh. all get scooped up and brought into the the hive that's like in a volcano underneath like the Polynesian Islands. All right. All right. Can dig it. So that's it. That is everything current uh, for Gears of War. So now we need to wait for Gears 6, which, uh, like I said earlier, without Rod Ferguson, I hope they stick the landing because I fucking love four and yeah. five under his direction but hopefully he left them with good notes and uh and hopefully they can stick the landing on this one because so far the coalition has been doing great work and oh. i have been your host peter O'Donoghue. you can find me at lord boys podcast on instagram or follow the link to the discord below and peter you wanted to buy a coat today and I, it's it's past 5 p.m on a it's sunday 5 10 and you're drunk dude i don't you think go you're gonna be able to buy a you're coat. too drunk to buy a coat <laughs> yeah <laughs> Crazy I stayed sober during this recording thinking I would not want to go to the mall day drunk to buy a winter jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and look and at here you I now, am, huh? sober as a fucking Mormon at 5.10. Bullshit. The sun, <laughs> sun sets at 4.30 and you, boy, do you have egg on your face, huh? Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm still cold. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the show, everybody. Thanks for talking about the show, spreading the word. I uh, got some flack from Dr. Bison on, on Discord for plugging uh, a certain social media uh, website which is now dead so i'll say uh write in your tumblr blogs about the lore boys if you would uh oh, yeah. I, I know a lot of you motherfuckers have tumblr blogs maybe they're maybe they're defunct maybe you're not using them anymore but just revive them just for the just for the oh yeah the boys the pale the pale boy dot um <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us uh discord is probably the best way to do it there's a link in the description we also have an email we should probably do a mailbag soon right fellas uh we didn't uh, do yep we didn't do I, Extra Life this year. I mean, uh, you're tell us when, Ethan, because you're the one yeah. who has all the plants and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, because I did think yeah. about it, and I was just like, when can Ethan do a mailbag episode? Because it's, it's always like the full night, it's the, it's the celebration. It's like, how long can we leave Ariane alone with the baby? <laughs> I, I'm going to tell, tell you guys right now, the holidays are coming up. I know we have some time off. I think we should consider getting together on that, and maybe you guys can come here. Anyway, yeah, uh, hmm. if you guys uh, want to get in touch with us, like I said, the uh, Discord's a great way. Or we have the email, uh, contact at loreboys.com or loreboyspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll get in touch with us, and we'll read your emails live on air during our mailbag when Pete finally gets drunk. No more coat shopping on that day, okay? Don't plan to buy a coat. <laughs> Whoa! When we're doing our, <laughs> yeah. our Loreboys mailbag. I got two weeks of vacation coming up, and my dog sitter just got fired from her real job. So, Oh, hell yeah! She oh, is available. so available and needs money, so let, let's go. Perfect nice. timing, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yep. Beautiful. I wish dog sitters would get fired more often. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. don't like to work, whatever that was. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys want to have your, your names right at the top of the show or uh, hear, you know, the fun games that we play, like the, the pocket uh, article title uh, <laughs> game that you guys heard at the beginning, uh, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the lore boys, where you can uh, 
donate. Uh, we have a couple different tiers. You can check out the details there. Um, and of course, we do have Lore Boys Prime, where this week's Lore Boys Prime, we are, of course, uh, getting back into biology. Um, you know, uh, Pete says there's one type of poisonous bird. There's actually several, uh, but we're trying to we're trying to grow that number. Okay, so we're we're trying to get up there with na- with names like the Pitohui and Ifrita from Papua New Guinea. Oh. Okay. Uh, we're we're trying to get up there with the spur winged goose hoopoes, the bronze winged pigeon, the red warbler, and this is the one that's really important. Apparently, the common quail common can be poisonous Whoa. depending what? on depending on what type of plants it's eaten. So we need our listeners. If you want to become Uh-oh. a patron member, we need proof that you have fed a certain number of of plants to uh, your local birds. Send us your poisonous quails, guys. That's what send, we want. Send us your poisonous quails. Send us your poisonous <laughs> pigeons. Send us your poisonous turkeys. You know what? There's Just... been this th- this thing going on on like TikTok and, and Instagram reels where people go to uh, swamps and they'll pick up large amount of tadpole eggs, bring them home, and nurture them to life to have an army of frogs and let the frogs <laughs> loose within their neighborhood. Okay, uh, we, we want the same thing, just with poisonous birds. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so send us your army of poisonous birds to add to our army of poisonous birds, and we'll make you. We'll give you the rank of captain in the Lore Boys army. Hell yeah! Uh, for when inevitably we fight growing, our uh, glowing creatures, lambent creatures from. from we're, under, we are going to fight our own fascist government with an army of poisonous birds. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> and Tell me to go to bed at eight thirty, will you? Best part <laughs> is too, like all the wackos out there lately think birds aren't real, so we're going to get those <laughs> QAnon fucks exactly. at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the true enemy. Yeah. Uh, I think that would cost you a lore boys. Lore boys, lore boys. Uh, out. out. Let's go, boys. new place you go with physical media just has bad out of hell for some reason <laughs> yeah, yeah. everybody would be okay with that you'd order a pizza they'd hide it under the pie you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> just try to get rid of them it's like copies of fallen 76 even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.